Hi and welcome to the Fitness Mindset. This is podcast number one actually and uh, hoping to lead you on a journey that uh, I've been on but hopefully help you get the results quicker than I uh, could ever even have dreamed of getting back in the beginning. You might be wondering first of all who, who am I and how the hell did I end up uh, here talking to you today. Um, you may have seen some of my stuff elsewhere or my book uh, but I've been a personal health and wellness coach uh, fitness mindset coach for the past 20 years, building on that skill set over the years. But how I came to be here really goes back all the way to about 1993, many years ago. And uh, what happened then was my grandparents were really close. You know how you, some of you may be close and relate to having a second set of parents, really. So my grandparents were really uh, supportive and they were really helpful and really there all of my life up until the moment that they obviously passed away and uh, unfortunately they've both passed away now. But 1993 my granddad was diagnosed with testicular cancer and he had treatment and he had uh, therapy for that and surgery. So the doctor's there and, and we're, we're sitting there and they're saying look it's not looking good and I remember in that moment just a sinking feeling. I don't know if you've ever lost anyone who you really loved in your life and who was really close to you uh, whether it is a parent or someone you've met who's special to you in your life. And that, that sinking feeling of the moment you, you have to first contemplate that they might not be around forever. It was absolutely horrific. So um, what happened was his health got even worse. So they tried the treatment, they did the surgery, and uh, he ended up going into a hospice. Now, if you don't know what hospice is, it's where people go to die, most, most simple way of putting it, most blunt way of putting it. And uh, he went in there. I remember going to visit him, and uh, it was a glass building, and uh, it, was, it was surrounded by glass and trees. It was like these lollipop trees <laughs> from the outside, I can remember now. They were tall, thin, uh, st not stalks, but uh, trunks even. And then the, the leaves were like, were like lollipops. So maybe it was my, my younger mind thinking that, but that's, that's remember what they were looking like. And as I walked in, the foyer was really big and bright. And probably that's, you know, therapeutic in itself that you've got brightness and that you've got space. Uh, and I remember walking into the ward. I've been in hospitals many times by that point because my grandparents, between the two of them, had suffered with literally everything. If you named it, they'd had it on their medical list. And the doctors were always saying, you've got a medical list as longer than my arm. I can't believe what you've been through. So I've been in hospitals many times, but this was different. So my granddad's ward was wider and, and the ceilings were much higher. And it was much brighter and windows down both sides. And there were beds down both sides of the room but there was much more space and as we got to my granddad's bed I remember there was a like an easel if that's the correct word but there was a canvas and he painted something on it and uh, that was really unusual because my granddad wasn't that type of person he was really creative always telling stories told the most amazing stories a real bright and colorful character of a man and he was a big guy as well he'd worked physically all his life he was big and muscular and strong man um, but now I'd seen him in this weak state in this ill state and his health had really started to get the better of him and it looked like the worst case scenario in this moment right when he's in this hospice anyway we get to his bed and he'd drawn this this picture this painting and it was all we all looked at each other I remember looking at my mum and my nan and thinking this is weird. You know, he'd, he'd never done this before. And he, and he looked at us and he looked content. He smiled. He said, look, I drew this. I know I don't really draw, but, you know, it was quite fun. And, and we smiled and we enjoyed it. And looked at it and thought, well, okay, doing something different than what he'd done before. So then we also got talking and he said, you know what, the food in here is not bad either. So I remember talking to the nurse that come around with the food for him. And, and I said, oh, my granddad said he likes the food here. He's quite picky. He, he really likes good food. And he said, yeah, it comes from Wales. And I'm guessing now that, you know, 1993, we didn't really talk that much about 
uh, organic food, but I'm guessing it was organic uh, and from a real clean area in the world, which is, uh, we know Wales is a bit more uh, green and fresh than, you know, say for instance, London in the heart of the smoke. So um, it was probably eating organic food as well. So anyway, the doctors thought that he would just slowly get worse and worse and deteriorate. And we was expecting him to not last that long. They gave about a six to two month, six week to two month uh, diagnosis for his life, in fact. So we were really refining ourselves uh, to the fact that we're going to lose him. And after about four weeks, he actually started to improve. The doctors thought, hold on, he's actually getting better. They couldn't believe it. And, and they were saying, if he carries on like this, then we can't keep him in here. You know, he's well enough to leave. And ironically, or magically, I should say, that after about six weeks of being in there, they actually released him to go home. And I just could not believe it. In that moment, I was around 15 years old. In that moment, I, I had the realization that, wow, we can be facing death on our deathbed. I watched it with my grandfather, who was one of the closest people in my life, and we could do certain things and turn our lives around. For me, that was just mind-blowing. And, and from that moment, I thought, you know what? I could, one, protect myself, and my mum, and my nan, and my granddad, and any loved one that I happened to meet along the way, my children in the future, I could protect them if I knew what it was that turned my granddad's life around. Turned it around from him facing death, and now he's released and he's, and he's, living, he's living a life. In fact, he lived for another nine years. Can you believe that? He made some changes in his life, he made some different decisions each day and he lived for another nine years facing death, on a death sentence. Unbelievable. And in that moment, that made me realize, okay, I'm going to go out and I'm going to figure this out. What is it that helps a human being, my mom, my dad, me, my children, my loved one, my wife in the future, what is it that helps us to be healthy, that protects us from death, from dying too young? And I spent the next 20 years of my life from then until... Uh, now, even longer than that, it was probably about 25 years uh, of my life reading and studying and asking questions and spending time with the experts in the world who've also spent their lives. Where we get, when we get to do that, we get to decrease a decade of learning into like a day or two days or a week or a few months of a training course. And we can ask them questions that save us so much time than going out and trial and erroring it ourselves. You know, there's all these studies out there that we all have access to nowadays through Google. We can answer everything, right? And I spent the rest of my life doing that. Um, from that moment and I became a personal trainer and that's how uh, essentially how I end up here talking to you about fitness mindset uh, and there's a transition from just going from talking about the physical things we can do to actually uh, being having power and having a choice in our minds of making the correct choice because Aside from that now, we, all, we already know that we can Google what to eat, what not to eat, and there isn't a perfect diet, one size fits all, and a perfect exercise plan, one size fits all for everyone on the planet. Otherwise, it'd already be out there and we'd all be doing it right and looking amazing. Uh, so it's about knowing the answers for one, which one is the correct answer, There's so much conflicting evidence, and then also applying it and having the emotional state and the mental state to stay on track to get the result that you want. So I had some conflicts along the way. You know, you can 
lead a horse to water is the same, but you can't make them drink. So I would introduce these health and fitness ideas and concepts that I know worked to certain people and they wouldn't be able to apply them. And through that, that led me to think, you know, I'm having trouble delivering the most amazing information from the most amazing people that I learned from, books and videos and uh, one-to-one presentations and face-to-face conversations that I've had with experts and uh, not able to pass on that information. And that was a conflict I had. I know I was struggling with that for, for quite a while. And there was always a, quite a few people who would take it on and get the result, but there's more people who couldn't make themselves do the things that they know they needed to do. And so what really happened was I ended up focusing on the emotions and the mind and how we also, that is connected and how we use our mind and our senses. So how we see the world, how we hear the world, how we feel in reaction to the world, smells, tastes, all that stuff. And all of that is how we perceive and how our nervous system takes in our experience. And all that's got a part to do with it. I'll talk about more, more about that another time because that's fascinating and that is where some real breakthroughs can happen for you and for me. And I've helped so many people uh, break through a lot of uh, places where they're stuck and had a plateau. So from that, I became a personal trainer and, and that transformation, that little journey that I took there when I was around 15 years old was just one of the most powerful experiences in my life. In fact, you know, it was a matter of life and death for my grandparent, for my grandfather. And um, it will always stick with me. I will always remember that and it will always have a massive impact on my choices in life and how I can make better choices and live a longer, happier, healthier life. All right, I hope that um, helps you understand where I'm coming from and how what I do and what I say, where that comes from, from the heart and how I want to help my grandfather and that's carried out to how I want to help anyone else in the world who actually wants that transformation and wants that protection and wants to live a healthy, full, fulfilling, happy life and healthy life. All right, so that's it for number one. I will be in contact again soon. I hope you can join me. I hope you have an amazing day. And to your best health, this is the Fitness Mindset Academy.